Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. All right, welcome back. Good to be with you on this Thursday edition of the Dana and Parks program. This time uh, tomorrow we will be in the beginning of pregame for the Missouri Tigers and Ohio State Buckeyes. Uh, the. Excuse me. Gosh. The. The. For the Cotton Bowl that's no longer played in the Cotton Bowl. Isn't that weird? That is super weird to well, me. What do they use the Cotton Bowl for anymore? Just the uh, OU Texas game now? From what I understand from the sports guys, that, that is that's correct. That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a big old air filler. That, that stadium yep. sits there in the middle of Dallas. It's a beautiful Looking stadium. Looking all pretty. Yeah. But, but I've been there. It, it, the Cotton Bowl is beautiful. Um, and it sits there for one game a year. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they sell it for other entertainment entities, but yeah. Okay. Come on down to the rodeo at the Cotton Bowl. Woo. 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 Uh, Story here. um, And we have a larger story from the Associated Press if we need to get into it. Uh, Just as workplace insurance plans are about to reset, some companies like Amazon are saving a few more bucks by cutting benefits for therapists and replacing them with artificial intelligence. The chatbots are supposed to offer counseling for anxiety and depression, as well as have the ability to diagnose when someone is at risk of harming themselves. Mental health experts are not convinced that a text app is good enough to do the job of a psychologist in a moment of crisis. In no way, shape, or form. I don't even know why they're trying this again. How how does this work? Uh, It's basically just your friend, and it's going to analyze your responses and through analyzing your responses, it's going to decide if you need additional attention, if there's a way that the chat bot can help you with your specific concerns can that it, day. Can, can it prescribe medicine? Uh, no, I, I would assume not, or dear God, I hope not. Uh, they tried this. Uh, we had this story in the stack a couple of months ago. Okay. 
They tried this with the eating disorder helpline. Uh, the eating oh, disorder helpline right. had an option where you could call and chat with somebody. They kept and remember, the, it, 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 it encouraged you to to uh, cut back on your eating. So, yeah, the text version of that helpline, they switched over to AI to save money. And some of the recommendations that it was giving these people with eating disorders was to track what they were eating which is like the biggest no-no ever if someone has an eating disorder. It's a trigger. Yeah. It triggers them to not eat. Okay. That is like the ultimate, hey, if you're going to try to fix this problem, avoid doing this. So now you're going to put that into the other psychological elements of the brain? Okay. Also, I've never understood this whole use AI to not be lonely. Can we talk about that? At one point, you're going to realize that it's not a human, and you're yeah, going to yeah. be even lonelier than you were before. Th- these these are not real people. You are... St- <sighs> Listen, as somebody who lives alone, somebody who's dealt with loneliness, okay, that is not a real human being. We talked about it with Dana a couple of weeks ago, the... Uh, that new piece of technology that's supposed to keep the elderly company or something through AI. Ellie, I think is what it's called. Ella? Ella, something like that. I don't know. That's going to say, hello, would you like to work out today? Life is not as miserable as you think yeah. it is. You know what's going to happen to Ella? She's going to get unplugged and thrown in the trash. You know what Ella isn't? A human. Exactly. Yeah. yeah from the text line, mental health professional here and someone who is in recovery from anorexia, all caps, no, 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 no. No, I I think this is a bad idea. AI is not your friend. Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, what is this chatbot going to say? I'm lonely. Well, try to make friends. I'm I'm trying, bro. (laughs) There's another story in the stack, by the way. Uh, You mentioned living alone, and uh, you're over the age of 50. Okay. Uh, and it says if you're alone and over the age of 50, get a dog. I would promote. I, I have a dog. I know. And I would promote getting a dog over texting your work-provided but you, mental health expert <laughs> chat bot. But you know what I'm going to do when my dog dies? Get another one? No. Why? Why would I get another dog? I mean, I know you've already had the best, so why try to recreate exactly the Exactly right. But, I don't know, dogs are cute. The dogs are cute. But but I'm telling you, back to the original AI story. I, and I don't know if, if we got sort of discombobulated during COVID or what. I don't think anything, and I'm not trying to be perverted, so don't read this the wrong way. I don't think there's anything that takes the place of the human touch. A human connection in general. It doesn't even have to be touch. Face-to-face conversation is wildly more intimate just, than a phone conversation or, or shaking somebody's hand yeah or giving them a hug i mean i don't i'm not trying to make this sexual let's not that's tawdry and we're we're better than that um but but there is something about the human touch there just is well and not to mention the promotion of relying on this computer technology for our human-like relationships is quite literally something out of a sci-fi movie in the 90s Mm-hmm. Telephone number here is 
586-7798. A great point from the text line. Half of my job is establishing a good therapeutic relationship. Yes. That requires face-to-face contact and the use of professional discretion. So on Tuesday of this week, I had an appointment with Dr. Barger, my psychologist. Yeah. Um, And we met for, I don't know, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, whatever it was. In person? No, this t- uh, this time it was over the phone. Okay, uh, but but we we do meet in person quite a bit. Okay, um, I can't imagine spilling my guts, telling my deepest darkest secrets, if you will, to an AI chatbot. You know, I mean, with with Doctor Barger, at least when he and I are having our session, um, I get feedback or advice in real time from a human being who has emotion, who has feelings, who knows me. How how does AI do that? It doesn't. It thinks it does. It, it's just a comp- it, it, yeah. It's just a computer spitting out what it thinks I want to hear. Well, and it, yeah, it's analyzing and I think it's more and I hate to say it, but I think the chatbot is going to be more about defining the care needed further and less about fixing the problem. Mm. But then that's not how it's going to be used. 913-586-7798. 586-7798. We'll get to your calls, your comments here in just a moment on Dana and Parks. Can I have a confession? This is not the song that I thought it was. That's my confession, but go ahead. I was going for Toy Story. You got a friend in me. (laughs) You found James Taylor. Didn't pre-listen to it. My bad. Anyway, go ahead. Confess away. So er, earlier today, and I've I've never thought about this, but this happened to me today. I go to the bank, as many of you know, uh, in the process of- To write a check. Oh. I'm in the process of a divorce, and- there's a certain amount of money that needs to be exchanged, right? That's how divorces go, yeah. typically. Yeah. So you've got this. We came in with that. Here's what I need to go away. Whatever. So I go to the bank to get a cashier's check to send to a different law office, okay? Okay. How does one find a courier? Like someone to carry said cashier's check? No, to curry one said cashier's check. Right, deliver. Yeah. Correct. So I'm going to the bank, and this is a large cashier's check that we're getting. And I said to my lawyer, I said, why can't I just drive it over? And he said, well, you know, I I think we kind of frown upon that in the law business uh, you driving it over to their office and blah, blah, blah. We just kind of use couriers. What? what why? What are you going to do? Drop it off? I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I might pull up and, I don't know, drop it off. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> anyway, so I call my neighbor, Heather, before I head over to the bank. And I said, hey, do you know anything about couriers? And she's like, I said, how does one hire a courier? 
Is there a courier business that you go to? Do they make food? You just walk in, you hand them the envelope, and you said, here's the address I wanted to go to. Here's my $40. Make it curry. Mild, please. Please. She says, I have no idea. So then I get to the bank. And I'm like, I need this cashier's check for this amount of money. It's ridiculous. Blah, blah, blah. I said, and can you curry that for me? The lady at the bank says, I, I don't know. So she goes and asks all of her friends, how do we curry something over to another business? She comes back. She says, I don't know. I said, how does one curry? I ended up hiring the, the gal that lives across the street. Oh, so you don't have to be a certified courier? Because I was about to ask how much you're offering, because I'll curry it. <laughs> I gave her 20 bucks, and she curried it across the city. <laughs> that is so dumb. Is your confession that you didn't know my, how my to get a courier? My confession is I still do not know how to curry anything across this city. I don't know either. I finally, I called Heather. I said, how much for Aaron to drive this thing across the city? She goes, 20 bucks. And that's a good deal. I said, okay, fine. I hire Aaron. That, that is literally how I got it across the city. I'm telling you, when I get fired from this job, I am going to open a courier business. You're going to become an Uber driver I, for no, cashier's no. checks? Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. I am. You know why? Because couriers do not promote themselves properly in this city. I do not know how to get a courier. It's one of the greatest mysteries of the world. Did you Google it by chance? Sam, I did. Okay. And FedEx overnight was the most recommended one. Oh, do they count as a courier? Uh, FedEx overnight, Sam, is indeed a oh, courier. Okay. okay. But you know the closest FedEx overnight was in Kansas City, Missouri? And I live in western Shawnee. Not eastern Shawnee. No. I live in western Shawnee with Penley McQueen. There is no courier service in western Shawnee. Oh, man, not to go squirrel, but I'm going to go squirrel. Dana's first employer, whatever that Mexican restaurant was called. Dos Hombres. Uh, Bur which burned is, to the ground last week. Yeah, instead of repairing the building, they're just going to tear it down. Yeah, I have I have a lot of childhood memories in Dos Hombres. Really? Mm -hmm. you, you remember them? That was a late night getting Mexican food after the bars joke. Got the joke. Thanks. Anyway. Uh, by the way, there is a company called Quicksilver Couriers in Kansas City that apparently curries. How does one find a courier? And I'm being serious. I went to the bank today, got a decent-sized cashier's check, and because apparently I'm not allowed to drive these things to the law offices of my soon-to-be or current ex-wife, I have to hire a service to drive this check across the city. 
Why? Heather, on line one. Heather, hello. Hey, you guys. I work for Classic Courier. I don't know what Classic Courier is. We're one of the biggest courier companies here in town. Well, you need to advertise better. (laughs) I'll pass that along. (laughs) But we are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Heather, let me ask you this. What, what what would it cost to curry a piece of paper from Western Shawnee to Overland Park? Well, you, there's different options as far as if you want it there really fast or if you don't need it there super quick. So it could be anywhere from 10 bucks. If you don't want it there, you know, if you want four hours, you know, or if you need it over there immediately, it might cost you 20 bucks. So it just depends on how far you're going and how fast you want it there. I need it there right now. <laughs> uh, and you're not going too far. It's not like you're going all the way across the city. So, I mean, what you paid your neighbor, Heather, 20 bucks was about right. You know, something close to that, yeah. Okay, all right. But we're available anytime. Google us. Look us up. Okay, now, Heather. Classic courier. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Nice plug. Do you have to be certified to be a courier? Not. You do not? Nope. Oh, I'm a courier. <laughs> I'll take the 20 bucks now. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, be well. Take care of yourself. All right. Thank you. Okay. Too. All right. 913 586 7798. 586 7798. That guy over there is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks. Uh, Dana returns on Tuesday of next week here on Dana and Parks. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So we're not just playing Cher because we love Cher. She filed for a conservatorship yesterday over her son. Oh. Now, the 2023 trend of conservatorships has been getting out of them. Britney Spears. Right. Uh, Michael Orr. Right. Uh, Cher yesterday filed the conservatorship saying she was worried that he was going to waste all of his money. He being Chaz? He being Elijah Blue Allman, 47 years old, her son with one of the Allman brothers. Oh, with Greg Allman. Uh, She says that there was a hoax where he claimed that he was kidnapped or something to that effect. And she worries that he is going to waste all of his money on drugs. Mm. Mm. 
Allman allegedly is experiencing issues with his mental health as well as an addiction to substances. Apparently, he's been dealing with this for years. The document reads that, quote, Cher is concerned that any funds distributed to Elijah will immediately be spent on drugs, leaving him with no assets to provide for himself and putting his life at risk. Mm. How, how does one Elijah Allman make money to begin with? Do we know? Uh, it does not say. Something tells me that uh, having two rock dad. star parents, yeah. uh, he's not worried about where his next meal is coming from. But, huh. you know, I, I don't know how I feel about this. What do you mean? I mean, obviously, he should be allowed to have control of his own life. You're allowed to make mistakes. That is correct. But money is coming from the parents, allegedly. We don't know that. We well, don't. We don't know that. She did say. Back up here. My apologies. Uh, she did say that any funds distributed to Elijah would go immediately to drugs. Okay. Something tells me that that means mom is, is not being distributed from an employer. <sighs> But, but you have the right, do you not, to make mistakes in life? Oh, absolutely. And, and to fall into addiction and to struggle with that addiction and hopefully come out on the other side. Now, and, but she as a mother would make the argument, I have the right to protect my child. Right. And she's and, not and, about and, to stop giving him money and, to and, survive. And this is my money. Yeah. Presumably. Presumably this is my money. Uh, I'm giving it to him. He's wasting it in my opinion, getting high on whatever, and I need to jump in and protect him. And, and, and I don't think any of us would argue this if it came to our parents, for example. Like, if, if I knew that, my, you know, my mom, she's 78, um, and she does very well for herself as far as, uh, you know, she's financially set, um, and she is cognitively there still. But, but I'm sure the day is going to come when my mom is cognitively not there. And I'm going to want to be able to jump in and say, whoa, 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 whoa. There's way too much money here. She's wasting it. Right. Why'd you pull out 10 grand to buy Target gift cards? Right. right. Or, or, or somebody's trying to take advantage of her, and I'm going to jump in, and I'm going to protect her, protect our money, and by our money, I mean the family's money, and I'm going to make sure that she's not taken advantage of. And as long as there is an end date, i.e. the share thing with her son, with Greg Allman, where it doesn't, you know, he's four. I, th I think you said he's forty-eight years old or whatever. Uh, forty-seven. Uh, yeah. Forty-seven. Okay. Um, and so that this doesn't last until he's seventy-seven or eighty-seven or whatever. As long as there's an end date where it's reevaluated. Well, I'm assuming her conservatorship over him would end obviously on the date of her termination of life, death. You can call it death. Um, I don't want to steal a caller's point. All right, let's go to Kim. In Overland Park. Kim, hello. Good to hear you guys. Yes, while Cher is alive, she can fully structure how money is 
given to her son because that's a gift from her. And then upon death, uh, you can structure money being issued from the estate. That's what, you know, wills and trusts are about. And my thought would be you would, uh, you know, tightly regulate money that does not have a purpose, but she could pay his mortgage, she could pay his insurance, you know, through third parties. You just don't give them, you don't have to give them raw amounts of money. You almost put them like on an, on an allowance. Well, yeah, well, it depends what they, you can do whatever you want to do. And you can do it from the grave or you can do it while you're alive, especially while you're alive. It's a gift from Mm-hmm. You to your children and from her to her child. Mm-hmm. That's Kim, all I got. Kim, do appreciate the call, man. Thank you for it. All right, be well. Uh, it was George Allman was his father? George Allman? Is, okay. Is that correct? I, I, I'm not familiar. I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't know that she had a child with one of the Allman brothers. Uh, yes, George Allman has five kids, including uh, Devin and Elijah Blue. Uh, people on the text line are suggesting that the money that she's referencing is likely from his father's will. He passed away in 2017. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. But Kim has a great point. If it comes down to his inheritance from Cher, Cher can write that out however she wants to. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. If you guys want to weigh in, 913 586 7798. A quick programming note tomorrow, uh, because the Missouri Tigers football team is in the Cotton Bowl against the Ohio State Buckeyes, uh, that game starts at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. Pre-game starts at 5, so we will be doing Festivus Friday tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Uh, real quick, I'm an idiot and can't read. It's Greg, not George. That's what I thought. I thought it was <laughs> I, it was Greg Allman who okay. is who is I'm the dumb. sorry. And, and Greg Allman is the Allman brother. I mean, he's the big name in the Allman brothers. Gotcha, band. gotcha. So if there's money from the Allman brothers, it goes through Greg Allman. Well, so yeah, I'm sure that there's a large sum of money, even if it was split up among seven children, uh, sitting there for Elijah Blue to use. Let's see here. Uh, Greg Allman died in 2017. Now, according to the son, uh, apparently he claims that he was the black sheep of the family and shunned. Hmm. Yep. One of his kids is Elijah Blue. He had five wives. None of them are Cher. Hmm. One, two. Oh, wait. No, I, I take that back. Uh, one of them is Cher. His third wife was Cher. Married in 1975, divorced in 1978. One, two, three, four, five, six. He had seven wives. His last one he married in 2017, the if year it, of his death. If at first you don't succeed. Try, try again. Man, my goodness. Well, wait, hold on. He died at the end of May in 2017 and was married before that. His final wife was only with him for a couple of months. Shannon Williams. Wow. Story here from CBS Money Watch. Apple won a temporary reprieve in its legal battle over its Apple Watch product with an appeals court yesterday ordering a pause on a ban of the product that went into effect on Tuesday. Uh, The court gave the ITC, the International Trade Commission, 
until January to respond to Apple's request for a longer stay while the issue moves through the courts. The Apple Watch ban would have paused sales on the Apple Watch Series 9 and the Apple Watch Ultra 2, which include a blood oxygen monitor that is at the center of a patent dispute. The ITC had banned the import of the watches because it ruled that the tech giant had illegally used blood oxygen technology from Massimo, a medical tech company. In a statement provided to CBS News, Apple said that it was thrilled to return the full Apple Watch lineup to its customers in time for the new year. It said both models, including the blood oxygen feature, would be available for purchase in Apple stores in the United States beginning today and on the company's website starting at noon Pacific time today. The company also noted that along with the federal appeals process, it was pursuing various legal and technical options, including submitting proposed redesigns of the Series 9 and the Ultra 2 to the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency for approval. Uh, Massimo did not respond to requests for comments. I still have no idea why you would need a blood oxygen sensor on your watch, nope. but I guess good for Apple. They can start selling their $400 watches again. All right, quick break. Telephone number is 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Don't know if you're aware, but on New Year's Eve of this year, it is what is called a specialty date. Huh? 12-31-23. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. One, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. That's right. Uh, for better or for worse, a wave of couples saying, I do in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve could set a record for the busiest wedding day ever. That is because 12-31-23 is known in the Las Vegas wedding industry as a specialty date, thanks to the repeating 1-2-3-1-2-3 pattern. Uh, the specialty date falls on a holiday that is famous for blowout celebrations. Quoting here from Melody Willis-Williams, who is president of Vegas Weddings, it is a double whammy. Anytime you get these specialty dates, they're always hugely popular. But tie that in with New Year's Eve, and it is a showstopper. The number to beat on New Year's Eve is 4,492. That is the single-day record for marriages in Las Vegas, set on 7707. Uh, and how many... How many was that again? Tell me one more time. 4,492. Only 4,300 of them remember it? Wow. Wow. Sorry. Uh, typically, New Year's Eve has drawn somewhere between 450 and 550 couples to wed in Las Vegas since 2018. But they are expecting maybe upwards of 5,000 this year. Now, everybody makes fun of the Vegas wedding. I've never really made that much fun of it. But, I mean, I, I know I just did, but... That was more of a joke about New Year's Eve and being too drunk to remember it. Uh, it seems like an interesting experience to me. Uh, Scott, you have a collection, right? Of wedding rings? <laughs> Bad transition. Hold on. Let's leave a little longer pause there. <clears throat> Scott, you have a collection of anything other than a wedding ring, right? 
Like CDs? That's yeah, where I'm going. I, I collect CDs, That's where Sam. I was going. That's where I was going. <laughs> where are we going? With that. Uh, this story coming to you out of Granite Bay, California. Uh, this guy did not have a collection of wedding rings nor a collection of CDs. <laughs> what he did have, and it was found in a box, was a collection of more than 600 baseball cards from the 1920s. Wow. Uh, this man was cleaning out his late father's Northern California home. Some of the cards included... Babe Ruth, Shoeless Joe Jackson, oh, Ty wow. Cobb. Oh, wow. Uh, they were found in an old tobacco tin, which is ironic because they were probably pulled out of cigarette cartons. Hmm. But, yeah. What's he going to do with it? Uh, I'm assuming he's probably going to sell it and make a fortune off of it. A 1919 to 1921 Shoeless Joe Jackson card. Nice. Uh, I mean, they're early in the process here, so they don't know what any of these are worth. But... They are already in contact with auction monthly. You know, to- I, I wish when I was a kid, uh, and my my parents were were, were terrific about this. Uh, they would get my brother and me uh, the Star Wars um, action figures. Okay. I wish, I wish that I had kept them in the case. In pristine condition. Right. That you had decided not to have oh, a childhood. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Which is to say, not to have played with them. And say, if if we had known the value of all those toys when we were kids, like the the Defender Atari cartridge in its case, don't take it out. Yeah. The Luke Skywalker 1977, don't take it out of its case. There's a whole movie about that. I know. Well, it's not about that, but that plays a prominent role in the movie. <laughs> uh, gift cards. Can make for the perfect Christmas stocking stuffer, assuming people remember to use them. Americans are expected to spend nearly $30 billion on gift cards this holiday season, according to the National Retail Federation. Uh, Restaurant gift cards are the most popular, making up a third of those sales. Most of those gift cards will be redeemed. Hmm. By most, they mean 51%. But many of these cards, yeah. tens of billions of dollars worth of gift cards, will wind up forgotten or otherwise unused. And that is when the life of a gift card gets more complicated. It's where they make their money on the gift card mm-hmm. system. With expiration dates or inactivity fees that can vary by state. Huh. Have you ever had a gift card expire? So that you tried to use later, obviously, if you just lost it, accidentally threw it away. And, and I don't know what the, what the lifespan of a gift card is. But I was going through the house the other day and, uh, like, getting all the, all the gifts put together for Christmas Day. And in a, in a closet in a spare bedroom, I found an old 15 – it's nothing. I mean, it really is nothing. Uh, $15 Starbucks gift card. Okay. From last year. What is that worth? It's got to still be good. You think so? Oh, yeah. Now, I did have a Visa gift card given to me, oh, gosh, when I was like eight, which, you know, was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I let it sit in my, because I have a money spending problem, meaning I hate spending money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I let it sit in my, uh, my dresser that's, drawer. That's a good problem to have. I know, I know. I let it sit in my dresser drawer for a couple of years, not knowing that it was pulling $7 off that card. Every, every year every that year? I didn't use it. And I was very upset Aww. when my $50 gift card was only worth, well, let's do the math, 
so twenty two dollars. So so that Starbucks gift card that I have in the closet, yeah, is they're pulling money off of it? No, probably not. This was that this was the Visa policy of that specific card at the time. I don't even think they do that anymore. Um, okay. But I, I mean, I've got multiple gift cards today that actually reside in. Well, I won't say where they reside uh, because you could steal them um, in your truck. Why'd you say it out loud uh, that I leave in there specifically? So that hoping that I would use them because I've had them for years now. Nobody break into my truck uh, story here from the New York Post. These emojis got a major digital thumbs up this year. The middle finger emoji. No. Uh, here are the favorite emojis, top five, according to Keith Brony. Okay, can I guess? I didn't look at the list. You have not looked at the list? I have not looked at the list. Okay. I'm just uh, going to guess you based go off from, of popularity want, in my own mind. You want to go from five or from one? Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to throw you a couple. Okay. Um, is the heart emoji on there? Number three. Okay. Number three. I mean, I can't imagine the standard smiley is on there. Uh, nope. The laughing, crying emoji. Uh, number five. Okay. The praying hands emoji. Number four. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's getting spicy. The heart eyes emoji. No. Okay, I'm out. Uh, number, you, you missed number two and number one. The waving hand? Nope. Uh, number two is the rolling on the floor laughing face emoji. I'm not okay, familiar. so that would be the crying, laughing emoji sideways. Okay. Okay, sorry. I beg your pardon. Uh, and then number one is crying with laughter face. Yes, the tears falling all the way down the face. Yep. Nice. That's number one. Are you well-versed in the emoji world, Scott? I, I am not. Do I'm you a, use them ever? I, I do not. Okay, because one of my favorite things is when my aunts or uncles or really anyone in my life over a certain age is texting me, and they use an emoji in the improper context. Such as? Uh, for example, the heart eyes kissy face emoji has been used in texts to me from people that should not be sending that emoji in the text. Okay. Yeah. Or like the big wide-eyed emoji. Nobody really knows what that one means. Uh, by, by the way, to do this research, they looked at 7 billion tweets sent out over the last 10 years. Uh, number six, heart eyes. Okay, all right. Number seven, Sparkles. Oh, what's that one for? Uh, number eight, Fire. I'm surprised that one's not higher. How's that one used? Like, I mean, for anything. Like, that. that like that's hot. That's fire. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, all that's right. cool. Uh, number nine is Smiling Face with Smiling Eyes. And number ten is Smiling Face with Hearts. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I would ex would have expected. Okay. Right. I'm surprised the middle finger emoji is not on there, though, because I believe that was a new ad in the last couple of years. But, hey, that's a good sign for uh, society. Or, or the eggplant. That they're not dropping. The, the, the eggplant didn't make the eggplant. <laughs> not a whole lot of people tweeting the old eggplant emoji. Well, I, huh? I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope not. You better not be paired with a picture. <laughs> eggplant is good for your health, kids. All right, we got to run. Uh, the bonus hour is next. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow we have a shortened program. We will be doing Festivus Friday at 4 o'clock tomorrow because we have Missouri Tiger football starting at 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. So Festivus Friday starts at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, 
the great Sam Stevie the Third. Don't forget to check out our podcast. It is available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. Special thanks to John Grayson, filled in today for two hours. He'll be back tomorrow for two more. Have a great night. Be safe, be well, and be good. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at kmbz.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.